Hi everyone. How y'all doing? It's been a while. Welcome to episode 2 of Just Fucking Talk. For those who are listening in for the first time, my name is The Goddess. Uh welcome. Karibuni sana. And I think I'm just going to go straight into what this conversation is about if you already haven't gotten the gist from the poster so it happens that about a month ago i turned covid-19 positive yes covid-19 mhm the real deal now <laughs> for all those people especially the kenyans who are having those inside jokes about not knowing someone who has turned positive now you do Now you know your girl the goddess was positive at some point. <laughs> so now I'm about to break it down to you about how everything went down my experience, the things that I learned from this whole um situation and how we can handle ourselves and how we can be better human beings to each other as we continue going through this pandemic because as of now this disease is not going anywhere it's about us now learning how to live with it and how to handle ourselves and how to handle people who have turned positive and have survived or even the families who have lost someone to this disease now this is how this thing went down so basically someone in my family turned positive and it happens that that day that they went for the test i came into contact with this person and close contact so it kind of prompted the need for me to get tested and for everyone else who also came into contact with our family member um comes the day now for being tested and i know people have had the reservations about getting the test done because of the videos and seeing how far the swabs get into you know the nasal cavity and your throat and you know yes is it uncomfortable it is is it painful no i wouldn't consider that pain to be quite honest and for an adult i would not consider that pain maybe for a kid it may be a bit on the pain side but for an adult i would not consider that painful if you've ever gone through a muscle pull then it's not it's not even half of what you experience when you're going through like a muscle pull or for girls when you have those bad cramps it's no even close and it's temporary discomfort it's real quick it's literally like if you cooperate and you you know angle yourself you open your mouth wide whatever it's something that literally takes a matter of seconds to get done so hence why i've said it's a temporary discomfort So get the test done. Fortunately, I was able to get my test after 2 days because I've heard that there are some places where tests are taking a bit long to come out. So I was able to get my results in 48 hours. Now, I think the red flag for me began when I did not get my results sent to me because essentially that's what they were doing. you leave your email address and your phone number they will either like whatsapp you or email you with your results now after that 48 hours lapsed your girl got a call 
from an unknown number and i tend to usually pick up such calls just in case it's someone i know calling me through a different number or even just a work call or someone you know whatever so for me um i do that so i picked up the call and the person who i was speaking to introduced themselves as so and so from ministry of health why and that's when i knew it's real because i was like there's no way that doing this much effort to tell me that i'm negative Mm-mm. so by the time the person introduced themselves my heart just sank and i just knew snap you know yeah and i was asked a couple of questions about my contacts about my movements whether i'm experiencing any symptoms whether i'm in a position to do a home-based stay or whether they need to organize for me to be taken to into a facility fortunate for me i was in a position to do a home-based stay thank god and i don't take that for granted because yeah who would want to be in a hospital or a facility and you know seeing everyone around you some people around you are really not doing well and just basically that vibe hospitals are only good when you're going to pick up a child like there's nothing (laughs) there's nothing good about hospitals other than that you know so i'm grateful for the fact that i was able to do a home-based stay so as soon as we got that information unfortunately also everyone else in the house turned negative i was the only person that turned positive so now it had to be a proper proper lifestyle change guys when i mean lifestyle change like for real you know how people are being told to wear masks um keep your distance all that kind of stuff imagine having to be able to do that stuff or having to do that stuff at home it's not pleasant like at all at all at all and everyone had to now constantly wear masks i had to move rooms because my room doesn't have a bathroom so i had to move into a room that has a bathroom so that i don't share like any personal space with anyone i couldn't get into the kitchen i couldn't go into the living room basically the only spaces i had were the room outside like in the compound and a certain sitting area that was kind of like is separate from the main house and i was the only one allowed to like sit there it was like a no-go zone you know like a crime scene <laughs> type with those yellow tapes like yeah you can't cross yeah because you're gonna contaminate whatever and yeah i even had to use my own ut- i had my own separate utensils i had to eat like now a proper balanced diet make sure i'm not missing any of my meals i was advised to take um the common remedy that we always do for our flu you know the ginger garlic um and uh, lemons but for me now i didn't do lemons i did limes because i was following some advice based on the very famous dr sebi's um teachings on living an alkaline lifestyle (laughs) so i was avoiding the lemons and i was doing limes instead and I also got into taking CMOS, another thing that Dr. Sebi really encourages people to do because it's a superfood that has a lot of nutrients that we're not usually able to get from the average fruits and vegetables that we eat day in, day out. So guys, if you're in a position to, please Google 
about Simos. There's people in Kenya right now that are selling this product. So it's something that you can get. And I would advise anyone to take it. It's it's a proper like, you know, it's a proper lifestyle change. You know, the way people these days are into their smoothies and their like overnight oats and stuff like that. Simos is a life-changing kind of superfood and I would ask of you guys to literally get onto that tip. I'm not trying to tell you guys to follow Dr. Sebi's entire teachings because his teachings are based on an alkaline lifestyle and more or less a vegan and very specific because there's also some things he advises people not to eat of which our entire lives we always thought were good things to eat. So there's a there's a lot of things about it, but I think if you're able to do the CMOS, swap your lemons for limes, that's you're at least getting there. You're starting you're starting the journey in the little ways. Yeah, so I had to do that. I had to I had to even like now do physical activity a little bit so that I'm not because now I'm in the house, I'm isolated, I can't move, right? Guys, I couldn't leave the gate. I could like Yanni, it's lockdown. Hmm? Lockdown proper. Because at some point I honestly think even every single person that um ends up being in a situation where you're doing a home-based stay, the ministry tracks you. I, mean, I honestly feel like they were tracking me, you know to make sure that you do not leave because if you leave you're putting so many more people at risk and you're you could be spreading i was asymptomatic right so imagine if i hadn't gone for that test i would have been living my life so normally and maybe i would have um, come into contact with people and infected people who have underlying problems and it would have not been smooth sailing for them you get what i'm trying to say so yeah, now I had to do a bit of physical activity, you know, just squats in the house, lunches, walking around in the compound, whatever I could do. But I will tell you guys, the one thing for me, as much as I was asymptomatic, that really played a role for me was my mind. Oh, my mind went there. Like, it, I, I was spiraling at some point because I was really, I was thinking about all the people who are infected, how so many people are dying all the cases that are happening around the world in our country and in our city of nairobi in kenya in july is when our infection rate went extremely high it i guess it was our peak or i don't know if it's still our peak as we speak but it was really really high even the number of deaths daily had increased so for me i was just like yo okay you know, just that worry. You're like, Sawa, I'm not, I don't have any physical symptoms, but I still have this thing. This disease is in my body as we speak, right? You still don't know how it's going to play out. It's a whole 14 days before you can go for another test or even, yeah, basically go for another test because like, you can't do anything until you go for another test and turn negative. Fortunately, I have done two more tests and both tests have turned negative. Thank God. But before that, I was going through it like proper, 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 you know. 
I was in my thoughts, I was in my feelings, although I had really good support from my family who was here, the family who was taking care of me, family who I was talking to on the phone and, you know, sending me encouraging messages, the people who were praying for me, because I know also a lot of my aunties were just praying for me and just like, you know, supporting my mom and just being like, you know, because you can imagine what a mom would go through learning that their child has COVID-19. It doesn't matter how old you are. You're always your mama's baby at the end of the day. So my mom was also going through it in her own way, you know, just like, oh my God, how did my child get this? And we lost my brother-in-law in May and we also lost my uncle in July. So it was, for my family, we've had like the last couple of months has really been strenuous for us in terms of like your, everything that has been going on and losing someone during this COVID time. We're not even able to mourn and grieve the person properly. You know, we're not together. We can't like, you understand what the world has come to and what everyone is going through. So it was a proper, proper, proper mindfuck and sorry for my profanity, <laughs> but it's the truth though. Um, going through all of those things and now hearing the fact that now I'm positive, man. And also another family member is positive. It was like, oh, child, like, can we just hit pause? Can we hit pause on this life button? Because everything is going to hell. Like, what the, you know? So yeah, it was, it wasn't a really good thing to go through, but I'm super grateful for everyone who played a role. And my girlfriends, man, I also know that they were praying for me and they were constantly checking up on me. They were calling me, you know, and it means the world to me because I also didn't share this information with all of my friends. But for those that I shared it with, they really played a big role in being there for me in whatever capacity that they could. And... Yeah, guys, it was just a whole bunch of emotions and a whole experience that I would never wish on anyone at all. And sometimes, like now, during the period, the, some doctors and some people from Ministry of Health kept checking up. They kept calling my sisters and the people around the house to check up on me and to figure out um, whether I am doing okay, whether anyone is experiencing symptoms, whether, you know, basically the progress of how everyone in the house is. So that's one kudos I can give to the Ministry of Health because I honestly didn't expect that because for me, they called me like two times and I think maybe they didn't want to like pressure the person or like pressure me because, you know, but they kept calling every other person in the house at least every other day if i'm not wrong actually every day it's just that now they changed who they were calling to you know to check up on me and every single person who's in the house because now we opted to do a home-based stay yeah so for me i feel like they handled that aspect of the whole covid thing very well there's other things that they could have done better but well we're not about to start doing that right now <laughs> So yeah, and um, I also was advised um, by my sister to take um, some antibiotics. I was taking zithromycin, 
and I know guys, they've kept saying that there's no medication for tibuing, for, for there's no medication that can cure corona. But um, this is the advice I was given and I took it. You know, at that point, you're like, bruh, you're going to try anything and everything. Like, even if someone tells you, shika mitishamba. And by the way, <laughs> I was actually given mitishamba by one of our our gardener. <laughs> he was so traumatized. He was so scared. That guy almost ran away when he heard that I was positive. <laughs> like, you guy, he even wanted to, like, because at the time, there's a chair was sitting on outside, like, you know, basking and whatever. And he happened to, like, touch my chair. And I remember guys was telling you, like, you're not supposed to, like, come into contact with the things that I'm, like, a positive person is using because of, you know, the way it's spreading. This thing is still, people haven't really understood it. So you're not supposed to really come into contact with any single thing or even the person. So I had sat on a chair and he ended up, like, moving the chair. And I was like, yo, don't touch that chair actually fact just leave it where it is go wash your hands he's like he's wondering like what what the hell is going on i'm like dude i'm positive what let me tell you that ninja washed his hands and didn't even finish jobo he chomokad he left (laughs) he was traumatized didn't come to work for like two days (laughs) but eventually he came and when he came oh the dude brought me some miti shamba some some herbs some herbs man he brought me this concoction that um people from his area usually make it was a concoction of aloe vera um neem marubaini the neem plant um some ginger and some some lemon and that thing was bitter but did i care me i was taking that thing like my life depended on it so yeah, so <laughs> I was talking about earlier the things that I was advised to take. I was taking azithromycin. I was taking uh, and that's an uh, that's an antibiotic. I was taking cetirizine. That's an antihistamine. I was taking paracetamol. That's a painkiller. And I was also taking um, vitamin C and zinc tablets, supplements. So yeah, that's what I was taking the whole time, the whole fourteen days, every single day without fail. And also, as I told you earlier, the combination of the sea moss, the, um, the ginger garlic mix with the limes, like the works, guys. I was doing everything that and anything that could take back my body to being 100%, you know. So I was doing it all. I was doing it all under the sun, everything you can think of. And yeah, and um, I believe that was also a lot of the things that helped the body to recuperate because I remember telling you guys I was asymptomatic. I wasn't exhibiting any of those physical symptoms. So you it's now about like, okay, it's in your body, but now you have to like still take care of your body and you need to keep it at bay. You need to like fight it. Your immunity needs to go up because clearly that's why people are being told like, it's affecting people with underlying conditions way more. It's like it's like the way it works is like it's looking for a weakness in the body. And if it finds that weakness, it pounces on it and just like blows it up and makes it even worse, you know? So, but luckily for me, I don't have any underlying problems. But that doesn't mean not everyone who's passed away from COVID has had underlying problems, guys. Remember that. That's not the case for everyone. So... I also had to be careful. I had to be cautious. I had to figure out how to handle myself, how to carry myself. And 
even just moving forward, you know, how to, um, now that I'm negative, it doesn't mean that I can't get reinfected. Also, guys, I don't want, okay, rather that's what they've been showing us on the news and that's what WHO has been saying and all that stuff. Clearly, it's like there are people who are getting reinfected. So it's still something that, at now, because I got it, I cannot just relax and be like, hey, at now, because I got COVID, I can't get it again. Lies. It's very possible. So it's a proper lifestyle change and in terms of how I interact with people, in terms of my extreme cautiousness because before it never maybe used it never bugged me as much if i have a mask and the person next to me like maybe i'm in the supermarket hasn't worn their mask properly but now oh my god like i will either literally walk away or i will blast that person like no lies i'm like my friend if you don't follow the rules go home the rules are so simple they are so simple wear your damn mask Keep your distance, you know? Like, they are not the hardest rules for us to follow, but for some reason, it's very hard for us to follow. I don't know whether it's that whole thing of teaching an old dog new tricks. I don't know, but it just needs to stop, guys. We need to be careful. We need to be cautious. We need to be each other's keepers. We need to take care of one another, and we need to be we need to be aware of the fact that any single person in your family or in your life can turn positive, and it doesn't... And it may not end well, or it may, or they may survive. It's a 50-50. You don't know. So you need to keep acting like as if you, it's like as if you need to even act like as if you're positive, basically, in terms of how we handle each other and how we interact with each other. If you, if people don't have to meet up unnecessarily, keyword unnecessarily, imagine just don't, just don't. All these shenanigans of people, even when clubs were opened before they were, you know, before they were banned from selling alcohol, I was like, what the? And guys, just, you know, and there's no way you're in a club or in a restaurant or whatever and you're enjoying your meal or enjoying your drink with your mask on. Your mask has to be off. And then the moment you're talking, the moment you're sipping something, the moment you're chewing, my friend, there's things chomoking. There's things, you know, the saliva, <laughs> you know, the, the breath and everything, the air and blood. bra. So I hope you guys understand what I'm trying to say. Like we really need to be alert. We really need to be aware. Every time you guys even receive packages or is, or like or or come from like out of the house, how you you know how you sanitize remove those clothes you know at home we have a diy mix that we made of water some bleach some um some spirit sometimes some dental as well and anything we buy you go to the supermarket whatever as soon as you're putting that luggage into the car we hose everything down yeah when we're picking up a delivery from the gate whatever it is hose hosing them down it doesn't matter what it is we would go the whole nine yards and we have to keep doing that because as of now covid is not going anywhere it's here so it's about us learning how to live with it and taking care of each other self-preservation right and also you know caring for one another guys because this thing is real you know as 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 Kagwe said you know you can get it i can get it anybody can get it and clearly your girl got it
your girl got it. But I'm here, I'm a survivor, and I'm here to tell you guys, we need to change our ways. We need to change how we behave, how we are carrying ourselves, how we are handling people who you know or have heard of have had COVID. That whole stigma is 2020, guys. We can't be those people. Yeah? Learn. Learn from what's happening. Observe. Take it all in. And at some point, people were taking it more seriously when they're hearing the stories of celebrities getting sick and then they're like, oh my God, this is my favorite celeb. Now, there's an opportunity where it could be your favorite person, let alone your favorite celeb. Yeah. So think about it. Think deeply. I love you guys, man, so much. And thank you for listening. And I I have a feeling there might be another part to this episode, but I think that's it for now. I appreciate everyone. I love you all. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Keep your distance. Wash your hands regularly. Carry your sanitizer constantly. Yeah? Keep safe. I love you. Bye.